Welcome to Storytime with Uncle Reddit, a podcast where I read some of the best posts from across Reddit and around the web. Each episode is a collection of funny content that includes subjects like tales from tech support, entitled parents, choosing beggars, pro-revenge, and more. Today's episode is all about tales from tech support. That's not compressed air. So I'm a manager of a grocery store, and we have multiple automated self-checkout machines. One of our machines was down with a coin dispensing error. I opened the machine up, did everything I've been shown in the past to clear any errors we had, and nothing worked. One of my other managers called into our IT department and they called us back an hour later and got us in touch with the tech that fixes these machines to do some over-the-phone troubleshooting. About 15 minutes later, I end up walking by and she's on the phone with the tech and I asked, is everything okay? She said, yeah, everything's going okay. The tech had me clean inside and blow everything out. I look over and there's a can of WD-40. <laughs> I asked her, did he tell you to spray it out with condensed air? And she said, yeah, that right there. I said, no, that's WD-40. That's like spraying grease in there. I kid you not, it was like watching a Watch People Die Inside video in real life. I said, well, at least it's not going to squeak anymore. <laughs> and then I walked away. I can't stop laughing. Now I'm also afraid of the bill to have the whole thing replaced. Lol. So, she didn't read the can. Evidently. How do you confuse WD-40 for compressed air? I'm not sure. Like, when you squeeze the trigger and spray, liquid's coming straight out of that WD-40 can. I mean, that's just nuts. And it had to be dripping. That user, always trying to get you in trouble. I have history with this guy. He thinks he should have my job, despite him being a Muppet. He was never, ever in line for my post. He knows one phrase. It's an IRQ conflict. The guy's an idiot, and he'd have been dumped already, but is a legacy employee, not far off retirement. Easier to keep him. IRQ conflict man has been on the phone again. IRQ. My internet's not working. Very weird. He sounded triumphant? Me, knowing fine well he's at home. Oh, okay. Who else is in the office? IRQ. I'm at home. Me, then why are you calling me? IRQ. Because you're IT. You need to fix this. Me. Listen very carefully. I'll say this only once. You are at home. You signed a form. We all did at the start of the work from home, saying that our home ICT infrastructure was up to the individual. You get paid extra for this. Have you paid your bill? He really lost his crap at that. He phoned my and his boss to complain. Boss told him that off was in the direction in which he should F and bollock him. I love the word bollock. I don't know why. Giving somebody a good bollocking, there's something about it. I, if I could only say it with the proper accent, and it doesn't have to be any special accent, anything from... Ireland, Northern Ireland, England, you know, I think it would just give it a nice ring. But really, I don't do it justice with my U.S. East Coast redneck accents. So, yeah, we'll leave that to the Europeans, I guess. You need to help me now. Background. Many years ago, when I was working as the only IT tech, help desk, general support guy at a company, the CEO's assistant comes to me in a panic with the CEO's laptop. Turned out Windows XP had caused one of the not uncommon F-ups of its boot sequence. Not a big problem, just time consuming as you had to run check disk in repair mode on the system disk. Problem was that the company used a third party disk encryption on all laptops, and you had to decrypt the disk before running check disk, making it even more time consuming. Here's the catch. The CEO was supposed to be at a renowned university holding a presentation in about two hours time. And, of course, the presentation only existed on his hard drive. No pressure. 
First order was to get the presentation off the drive and onto a USB so that they could run the presentation from the assistant's laptop if I couldn't get the CEO's laptop working in time. Story. I'm sitting there working my butt off to get the presentation off the CEO's drive and giving it to the assistant as a worst case solution. Once that's done, I start working on the task of getting the CEO's laptop working again before they have to take the taxi to the university. Knowing that, I'm cutting it close to the deadline. While working on this, suddenly a team lead comes up to my desk with an unknown person. Team lead. Hi OP, this is part-timer. He's starting today and I need you to set up a new account. Email and laptop for him right now so we can start working. Have you submitted this with HR because I haven't seen any tickets about new recruits? Requests about new recruits are supposed to be submitted via HR at least two days before the first day for me to have time to get their accounts and equipment ready. But many managers and team leads, and this one in particular, tend to ignore that. Team lead. No, but I need you to get this done now so we can start working with blah 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 project. OP. I can have his equipment done after lunch. Team lead. No, you need to fix this now. OP. I'm sorry, but that's simply not going to happen. See that laptop? That's the CEO's laptop that I'm currently working on and he needs it for a presentation at university in about an hour. And currently it's as useful as a brick for that purpose. Team lead. But... OP. In a fed up snarky tone. But I'll tell you what. If you call the CEO and explain to him that your part-timer getting his equipment is more important than the CEO getting his laptop before the presentation and he's okay with it, then I'll prioritize your request. Team lead looking defeated. So, after lunch? OP. I'll message you if I get it done earlier. In the end, I had the CEO's laptop up and running within about 15 minutes. In the end, I had the CEO's laptop up and running with about 15 minutes to spare before deadline. And from what I heard from the CEO's assistant, the presentation was a blast. And I got a personal thank you from the CEO the next time we crossed paths in the office. The team lead's part-timer got his equipment before lunch, and team lead hopefully learned a lesson. Probably not. And for anyone wondering, I had a mandate from management to prioritize any support requests at my own will, especially since I explained that I will prioritize based on what would affect most people or money, and how long the issue would take to solve. Furthest down on my priority list was equipping new recruits that we had not been informed about in due time. Exactly. Your lack of planning doesn't make this an emergency for me. I have no obligation to be all worked up and in a hurry to get things done for you and your part-timer. People like that drive me nuts. My own kids do that. My boys, they work part-time for the local uh, AA ball club up here. And, uh, you know, they'll come to me and say, So are you taking us to work? Did you tell me you needed to go to work? Like, did you give me your schedule ahead of time? Did you tell me yesterday? Did you call me earlier while I was at work? You know, nope. I mean, I'll take them because they need to work, but they're going to suffer that whole ride to the stadium. Can it wait? This didn't happen to me, but a friend of mine who was a DBA. He had joined the same time as me, but was one of the few ones who had overseen a critical migration and release of a new product. He had been training under the best for a while and had a reputation of being reliable, cheery, and efficient at his work. This tale happens after a long week where he's had a few drinks with us on a Friday night and is sleeping soundly. He gets a call at 2.30am from one of the interns in another department. Hello, is this DBA? DBA, hungover and sleepy. Yeah, who's this? Intern. Hi, I'm Intern and we need you to optimize and run this SQL script for X product. DBA. Do we need to do this now? Intern. Yes, this is urgent and has to be done for a client report that's due on Tuesday. DBA. Tuesday? How much time does this script take to run? Intern. 
15 minutes probably. DBA, why can't we do this on Monday? Intern, I was supposed to complete my work by today, but it took a lot of time and I need this now. DBA, extremely annoyed by now. And you expect me to work at 2.30 because you didn't finish your effing work on time? Intern, after some silence, sorry, let's talk on Monday. Thank you. Click. He says that he didn't even feel bad for yelling or cursing at the boy because he was calling at such an ungodly hour. The script was run on Monday before lunch. Another one who didn't meet his deadline and now you have to help him make up for it. Right. Genius. That's not a good way to go from intern to full-time employee, by the way, just so, you know, those of you that don't already realize that know. Six-hour wild goose chase on a problem that didn't exist. I run an IT company in India. I got a call yesterday from another IT company who's building an application for their client. They told me they need to install an SSL certificate and they had no idea how. Here I was, scratching my head thinking, how hard is it to just Google it? They asked if I can help them and I said yes, so they connected me with their developer and I was on a Zoom call with him. I sent him a link to purchase the certificate and walked him through the steps of generating a CSR. Now he doesn't know what domain he needs it for, so he had to call the head of IT at their client's company. That guy was in a meeting, so we wasted an hour waiting for it. Then when he joined the meeting, he gave us a host name and we proceeded with creating the CSR. Then it turns out it's just a host name they use internally on their LAN, and it's not even a registered domain. Facepalm. They said they'll register the domain and will continue tomorrow since it requires approval from the CEO. The next day, today, they told us this will take some time since their country-specific domain has other legal requirements before it's approved, so we'll have to use a different domain. We need to add a TXT record for domain validation, and nobody has any clue about the domain registrar, and they kept showing me their WordPress dashboard. By this time, we had three more developers in the meeting and another IT consultant. I've never seen a more clueless bunch. In the meantime, one of their developers showed me the code for their application. I look at it and realize they just needed to connect their application to an external HTTPS API. They don't need an SSL certificate themselves. They said the API was not connecting, so they assumed they needed an SSL certificate. Facepalm again. I asked them to open the API endpoint in the browser, and it was timing out. It was just a firewall issue. Then again, we had to wait for their client's head of IT to join the meeting and check their firewall settings. He couldn't figure out, and he asked the developers to just use another server. They did that, and everything worked. Everything was working all along, and we wasted only six hours of our time. It sounds like most of these guys had no business doing the jobs they were doing. How did they get there? Like, did they pay somebody off to get the job? That'd be like me, as an old carpenter, going to work in a machine shop. Now, can I figure some stuff out? You know, I'm, I'm pretty hands-on with stuff, and I can probably, over time, with some help, figure out how to work machinery. But if I said I'm a machinist, and I go in there and start, I don't know, shaving a head off of an old Chevy, and, you know, I'm taking off a half inch at a pass on this milling machine, um, somebody's going to know that I have no clue what I'm doing. I mean, seriously. Or that it's not smooth. Maybe I did, you know, one level on this pass, then dropped down and did another level on that pass. <laughs> you know, it just looked all jaggedy. Or maybe... I know, I'll go into business as a baker. I'll bake wedding cakes. Can I make those out of wood? User didn't get external emails for six months before realizing. Come along with me as we venture into this beautiful time-traveling adventure where I help the user that they may be missing a few emails. I hated my job. still hate the place and I'm long gone. If I won the lottery, I'd buy the place and shut the place down overnight. One of my many loathsome tasks was taking instructions from the most unintelligent of life forms. Action the ticket and fix the problem. Me. Hi user, I believe you're having some email issues. I'm reading you haven't gotten an email from someone. 
User. Yes, that's correct. I'm waiting for a business-related item from someone outside the firm. I want to be very clear. This guy is sound. He was not a dick during this or any other time. So I hop on his laptop. Not physically, because that's a method to get no emails. I quickly see that he's connected to Exchange all right. I fire him a test email and wait. Click Send, Receive. Doubt my abilities to do simple data entry. Send a second test email, double-checking his email, but no. No email from me. I begin trawling the big complex MSP brain and quickly think the next course of action. Sophos email. Now, way back when, this customer, when we took them over, used a SBS and had a Sophos cloud for the email security. It worked well, but had one thing against it. I can't remember if we didn't or couldn't set it up. The AD in SBS didn't talk to Sophos. So when a new user was set up, they had to be manually added into the Sophos console. Lo and behold, our faithful user was not. I added him in, sent a test email, and bam! Big beautiful email chime from me. I called him back. Me. Hello again, user. Seems the last crowd forgot to enable something on your account. You should get external emails now. User. Oh, that maybe explains why I haven't been getting some emails for six months. Me. Uh, yes, that would do it, but all good now. Six months he was able to work with no external emails. In a way, I was astounded he didn't figure it out sooner. In other ways, infinitely jealous of not having to put up with a lot of BS. You know, I'm not sure how you wouldn't notice for six months that you were missing a bunch of emails. You knew you were supposed to be getting some emails about different projects, different whatever. Wouldn't you notice after a while there was a trend like, hey, I'm supposed to have this information. They said they emailed it, but I don't see it. I mean, I'm, I'm a little slow, but I'm pretty sure I'd figure that out long before six months came and went. You've been listening to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. If you enjoy this content, be sure to follow my podcast. I upload new episodes at least three times a week.